0: Hello from elsewhere! Maybe we're wondering, why do the voices of Casey and Valerie sound like a little boy? Well, in case you couldn't tell, this is their oldest son. My parents asked me to record a short introduction to today's episode. My mom and dad are a bit sick, and their voices wouldn't let them record a brand new episode. So instead, this week you all get to enjoy an episode that was originally... Exclusive to Swashbucklers of Elsewhere, and now it's available to everyone. Are my parents so nice? I think they're the best. My dad totally didn't write a script for me to read, and I was saying all these nice things off the top of my head. Anyway, enjoy this bonus episode. Hello from elsewhere. I'm Valerie, and I'm Casey, and welcome to Bonus Beeps. Beep 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 beep. It was almost Mario-ish, and then you switched it.
1: <ominous Japanti around> Did you play? Let's. We can just jump right in. Did you play Mario growing up?
0: No, I played zero video games growing up.
1: And yet, you knew that Toad was for toadstool.
0: I just assumed he looked like a mushroom, which are also called toadstools.
1: No video games growing up. Tragic. None? Not even um, co- computer games? No, there were
0: a few computer games. I remember playing Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yes. I really liked Roller Coaster Tycoon. Why don't we have Roller Coaster Tycoon?
1: I don't know. You know what's funny about Roller Coaster Tycoon, whenever I think of it, um, you know there's like crowd sounds? hmm And one of the crowd sounds sounded like my mom shouting from farther away in the house, Spencer's name? It sounded like Spencer. like, And so like we would be playing and be like, what, what, why is mom calling Spencer? And then we realized it was a sound in the game that just kind of sounded like that.
0: Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So Roller Coaster Tycoon, Need for Speed is the only other one I played.
1: Yes. Which uh, one?
0: I think we had... Hot Pursuit? There was Hot Pursuit, but there was another one too. I wouldn't be able to tell you which version it was. But for a while there, one of my brothers even had the uh, the steering wheel. Oh, nice. I would set it up on the computer desk. Yeah. And that made it extra fun to play. <laughs> Way better than just, you know, the arrow keys and space bar. I'm trying to think if there was anything. Oh, Heroes. Did you ever play Heroes? No. Oh. I played he- a video game you he- didn't?
1: Heroes of Might and Magic or something like that?
0: Something like that, yeah.
1: I heard the name, but I no, I never played it. I
0: mean, I never got super into these. These were like my brother's games that I would occasionally play because, you know, they were always on the computer playing. So when did I have a chance to play?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But those were the those were the three. So I guess I did play some video games in my mind. Video games are still like like a console, right? But computer if you games. Had computer
1: games. Yes. We had so we had a Sega Genesis. That was like our first console. I remember we had Double Dragon on there. Where are you going? <laughs> oh, I just let like she's really offended by Double Dragon, and so I said that, and it was like a trigger. She just popped out of the chair. She's back. Apparently Let's the mention try again. of dragons Double makes Dragon. my
0: nose <laughs>
1: run. But we played Double Dragon, but there we got to this point where we couldn't finish the game. We couldn't figure out this one level. There was like a gate that we couldn't get past or something. Nowadays you just look up on the internet and find someone that right. figured it out. But this was in the early 90s. There was no such thing as consumer internet. So we and then later we got uh, Super Nintendo. Um and we we played like the regular Nintendo Nintendo Entertainment System at my cousin's house but we played the heck out of Super Nintendo and and then N64 later Now
0: Nintendo is that's all Mario stuff, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Mhm. Mario. We played a lot. Of, there was some great Zelda Ninja Tur- Turtle games. Yes, Zelda. Absolutely. Uh Link to the Past was the first Zelda that I played and I loved that game. And then we got the N64 and Ocarina of Time's like my favorite one of my favorite video games um but yeah we don't have to talk too much about. and yet when we
0: got a console you wanted an xbox
1: yeah that's because there were a few games that were coming out exclusively to xbox that i wanted um
0: still lame to me that you can't play all games on all consoles
1: oh yeah it's dumb it's big dumb
0: like when we were, you were talking about wanting to get an Xbox, and I'm like, oh yeah, we could play like Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, Mario and stuff, Kart, because yeah. those were like a few of the things we had played while we were dating at a friend's yeah. house. And I was like, I'd totally play those with you. And you're like, well, Xbox doesn't have those. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's a video game. Aren't they all the same? <laughs> Made zero sense to me.
1: Okay, so if so, you're not a gamer. No. What what were you nerdy about growing up then, as a child?
0: Mostly just books. Yeah. Is it what was the
1: first book you really geeked out about, though? Or the series?
0: Um, Harry Potter was definitely one of the first.
1: There wasn't something before that?
0: Big old Harry Potter nerd. I had read Aunt, all of Anne of Green Gables before that and really loved Anne Shirley. Made me want to, you know, live in Canada, Nova Scotia, by a sit in beautiful trees and just read poetry all day.
1: Would you have... Did you consider yourself a nerd? Or would that have felt pejorative at the time.
0: I don't think I would have minded because I would have specifically been a book nerd, which I feel like okay. is a different class, which yeah. is just, you know... Right. Which is a very judgy thing. Yeah. But you're like, oh. I know what you mean, though. But like a book nerd is different from like a gamer, different from like somebody who cosplays, different... Like there's like right. different associations with each one. Yeah. And now I wouldn't say that anything is wrong with any of them. Right. do But there do were stereotypes you. of but it. But there were definitely stereotypes of it. Yeah. And so... I don't know. I think you and I are similar similar in this, that we always prided ourselves on our intelligence. Yeah. So to me, being able to read and read all the time and read whatever I wanted was something that I just loved. And it made me feel smart. And I liked interacting with the world that way versus with people. Yeah. So I guess I was a nerd (laughs) nerd in that sense. Escapism. But I mean, I did start reading Harry Potter pretty young. When did the first one come out?
1: Uh, 98 in the US.
0: I think I was probably 9 or 10 when I started reading. I don't know if I... I don't think my family got into it, like, right away. Yeah. Like, we were probably, like, a year behind. And then everybody's like, oh, you gotta read Harry Potter. Yeah. So I was probably, like, 10 when I started reading Harry Potter. So that's still pretty early. So actually, I was probably reading (coughs) Harry Potter and Anne of Green Gables about the same time. I think I was, like, 10 and 11 when I started reading Anne of Green Gables. So those were probably two of my first geeked-out-about-a-book kind of thing. Yeah. Do you have your earliest geeky memories?
1: I do. I remember we used to watch the '60s Batman TV show on, uh, like Nick at Night or TV Land or whatever the reruns, um, and it would be on at nighttime. And I would put on my Batman shirt, which was uh, it was probably my pajama shirt. I think it was a little bit big, and so when I ran, I would I would swish the arms back and forth. And I, even though it was short sleeve, I kind of imagined that the sleeves were the spikes that Batman has on his <laughs> on his wrist on his gloves. And so that was one of my earliest nerdy memories is pretending to be Batman. Um, I was also really big into action figures, Batman and other superheroes. And then um, I was a huge Ninja Turtles fan as well. Like huge into Ninja Turtles. I was a Ninja Turtle. I've seen the Ninja
0: Turtle pictures.
1: Yeah, of the the Halloween costume. Mm -hmm. um, Which
0: are great because they're just like green sweatsuit, sweat pants, sweatshirt outfit. And then like the turtle on the back. We, we had,
1: like, this awesome turtle shell that you, like, yeah. put over. It was, like, a vest almost. And so it had the front part and the back part, the shell. Yes. It was fantastic. And then, yeah, my mom just painted, um, like, made, did red makeup over my eyes to look like Raphael. Because Raphael was, was my favorite. Which is funny now because, like, watching movies growing up, I never liked the, the quote, unquote, bad boy type characters. Like, I didn't really like Han Solo. Um, I didn't like... Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. I didn't like those more rebellious characters. I liked the hero, but Raphael, for some reason, even though he is kind of the rebel of the group, it was probably I liked his weapons best for some reason. I don't really remember, but.
0: It makes me a little bit sad that I never really pretended to be a superhero as a kid.
1: That is sad. No, right? My mom sewed us a Batman cape and we had a Flash cape, even though the Flash doesn't I... generally have a cape, but. <laughs> Um, I
0: I can say this because my mom doesn't get the bonus beeps. (laughs) (laughs) But my mom, love her, she is a very uh, sensible person. Yeah. Like, when it came to movies or books, she'd prefer things that were in the real world versus... Mm. And, like, us reading and interacting with, you know, real world type movies. She wasn't into, like, superheroes, nothing fantastic. She really doesn't like Alice in Wonderland. Like, it's weird. Yeah. That's not cool. And I don't know. And so... Some of those more fantastic ideas like running around and being superheroes, we just didn't really do as kids.
1: Did you did you watch cartoons? We did. What cartoons were you watching? Um,
0: let's see. When we were thinking when I was little, I remember watching Care Bears. It was like reruns of Care Bears, though. Okay. I remember watching Captain Planet, but my mom didn't like that one.
1: <laughs> Too progressive. Yeah. <laughs> Too environmental. <laughs> Too on the nose with that message.
0: Uh, it's such a hippie <laughs> show. Um I'm trying to think what else we watched oh uh wishbone she was all for wishbone I remember that one yeah
1: for some reason i specifically remember sesame the Sesame
0: street was fine like there were you know yeah the normal kid arthur we watched a lot of arthur
1: i definitely watched sesame street um that's one of the first i remember but pretty soon after that we were into like the x-men cartoon was big mm. and um i loved x-men and then a little bit, a couple years later was the Batman the Animated Series, which was huge and awesome and still watchable. That's the one with you know Mark Hamill as Joker and Kevin Conroy vo- voiced Batman. And so even to this day, when I read like a Batman comic, it's Kevin Conroy's voice in my head as Batman. Interesting. Yeah, it was. I can't picture
0: his voice sounds. Like. I can't hear yeah. it, but I'd have to. I'd have to look it up. Um, I was just thinking. Oh, Animaniacs, not allowed. Really? Yeah. My mom was not a fan of that. She would have
1: hated Freakazoid.
0: Oh, she would have.
1: <laughs> I loved Freakazoid.
0: No, I know, because don't we even own a couple seasons? Um,
1: we had one season. <laughs> I don't think I, we have it anymore. So for our listeners, Freakazoid was on at the same time as Animaniacs, um, but like right before, right after, same channel, um, Warner Brothers. And it was like a superhero, but it was very silly. Um, It was a silly, funny superhero, like comedic. It wasn't it wasn't serious it was sort of the antithesis antithesis to batman and and superman which were also on warner brothers but
0: so basically i think my mom's point was if it didn't have educational value it didn't have value
1: yeah i which is
0: fair in a lot of ways right like we prefer our kids watch shows that teach them something versus are just ridiculous yeah so i mean
1: at the same time, they At watch the a lot of like they... Star Wars cartoons and stuff, which right. <laughs> I mean, I think they have moral value, but they're a little more subtle about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I never, I don't really think about it much, but I, it is something that I'm grateful to my parents for that they kind of um, they instilled that imagination. I mean, not that you didn't have imagination, you definitely did. I would expect growing up reading a lot, but um, a different avenue of the imagination, I think.
0: Yes, no superheroes.
1: Yeah, Um, I'm grateful for my parents for that. They kind of let us like what we wanted to like. Um, Yeah. All right. Well, as you can tell, we're talking about nerdy stuff. Well, since
0: we're talking about superheroes, go ahead. um, Our kids just yesterday were running around pretending to be superheroes, Mm -hmm. and the oldest two had on their—they had me tie their you know blankets around their neck so they could run and pretend to fly. So the two-year-old wants in on the action. She brings me her little blanket and I tie it around her neck and she goes, I fly. And she tried really hard, Casey, to like get up into the air, like stretch (laughs) her arms really high. And then when she realized she couldn't do it, she was like so mad that she just like ripped the blanket cape off in anger and had a little tantrum on the floor. Speaking of nerdy conversations.
1: We just had to pause and I wish I had not stopped recording but I did. Our son came out because he was nervous.
0: Yes, he gets easily nervous from the time he was little. Like, Winnie the Pooh loses his pot of honey. He was like devastated. He feels things really, I don't know, uh, strongly, which is a strength of his. But um, it was cute. He was telling us he's been listening to the second Harry Potter book uh, audiobook, and he's read him before. He's read it a few times. Um, so it was funny. He's like, Reading the audiobook is making me kind of nervous, and so we we're telling him he doesn't have to listen to it if he doesn't want to, and he can stop anytime. But also, he remembers how it ends. Anyways, so we were teasing him that there, Casey was saying there are no basilisks in our in our walls. Casey checked this morning,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I said Casey would know because Casey's a parcel tongue. Right. Anyways, he very cutely told us, "You two are hilarious, especially when you're together." <laughs> <laughs>
1: wish we had a clip of him saying that. It was pretty good.
0: (laughs) Yes. He probably would have been too far away for the mics to pick up anyway.
1: Maybe. But it was cute. Um, Anyways, yes. Our youngest, she's sad that she can't fly and that Mm -hmm. the cape didn't actually work.
0: Yeah, the cape didn't make her fly. And I was like, man, you just have to pretend. Look, the others are pretending. You should put your arm up and run really fast. And she was not having it. So she was done being a superhero because it she wasn't doesn't know real how to
1: pretend yet working on that at least she does fan- in a lot fantasy of ways stuff yeah
0: right because she'll like pretend to eat food or pretend to be a puppy like she's getting there
1: right well we're talking about nerdy stories yep as you can tell that's it it's the so whole episode what um, any other what where do you want to start
0: I think other than books the other nerdy thing that I did um not till I was like a teenager but as a teenager Going to the library, I would find all the old movies that I could, especially old musicals. Like that's when I really fell in love with like Fred and Ginger, and you know, <coughs> and uh, Cary Grant and and um. Why am I blanking on his name?
1: Red Skeleton.
0: Yes, <laughs> and um, just funny because I just saw at our little thrift store, I just saw a DVD collection of Red Skeleton, and I was like.
1: It's not Red Skeleton, right? Red, red. <laughs> What is it? That sounds like a villain. It does. It's like Red Skull, Red Skeleton.
0: Red Skeleton. Yeah. Yes, that's what it is. Um, but he, but a DVD collection, Casey. Do you need it? I'm sure it's still there at the thrift store. We
1: would watch Red Skeleton growing up, because uh, yeah, I too. I mean, my my parents watched a lot of old movies, and so I had, um, although I had the the more modern education of you know, X-Men and Batman cartoons. I was definitely watching a lot of old movies too, or old um, comedians like Red Skelton, who's just kind of, he's just weird and silly. Um, it was kind of perfect for little kids.
0: Which is one of those things that my mom definitely agreed on. She loved all the old movies. Yeah. Gene Kelly, that's the other name I was trying to remember. Mm. Tap dancing. He's the reason, and Fred Astaire, the re- I just love tap dancing it's great. so much. I wish I could do it.
1: You're a pa- uh, You're a tap dancing nerd.
0: Yes. <laughs> Every time, I love watching. So you think you can dance? Yeah. So sad there wasn't a, a season this summer, um, but the tap dancers are always one hundred percent of the time my favorite. I am like, I want them to win.
1: They're fun to watch.
0: Yeah. What are some of your teenage nerdy moments, Casey?
1: Um, when I was like just becoming a teenager, I was really into making like making movies. We had an old um, like mini. Well, it wasn't even a mini DV camera. It might have been like high eight, um, video camera.
0: I'll pretend and, I know what that means.
1: And uh, the, the tapes were a little bit bigger, um, so, th- so they weren't like VHS size tapes. Although my dad had oh
0: right, they're just the little actual, tapes.
1: Um, that's a mini DV. So like in between VHS and mini DV is high eight, I believe if I remember mm. right.
0: Because my um, dad's video camera growing up was always the little VHS looking ones.
1: Yeah, if it's really small, it's probably mini DV.
0: Yeah, and then you had to put it into another little... I love those things, Casey. I don't know what you're talking about. You have to put it... To watch it, you put your little VHS-looking thing into the front cover of the big VHS thing, and it pulls your little film out.
1: It might have been a high 8 that you're talking about.
0: And then you put it in the VHS player to play it.
1: My dad had a big, bulky camera, because my dad was really into AV stuff and even did some for his work. Um, And he had like a big one when we were really young. But then when I was a teenager, um, yeah, we had a video camera that was a little more a little more handheld, more easily handheld. Um, so I would make silly movies, action movies. And um, I, I was really into making stop motion. And so I would take all my LEGO, our LEGO sets and figures and make some stop motion Star Wars movies. I wish I could find them. I was
0: say, I've never seen those. No,
1: I hunted for them. And I, um, my sisters tried to look for our old movies, too. And I don't know. I don't know where they are but um they were a lot of fun and that was before I had any way of like editing anything so it was all like doing any everything in camera you know there's no music or anything and um I didn't have software to edit cuz I'm old and this was um a long time ago but in
0: the 90s
1: I guess when I was a teenager it would have been like 2000 yes. but we at that point we still didn't have anything to edit with at home um but yeah I learned how much patience stop motion takes, but I still I really loved it. Like I I feel like I had the patience and focus for it. Um, I still like doing it occasionally. Like we've done those little Instagram ones for mm-hmm. for the podcast, even um, which tickles that part of my imagination <laughs> right. that I've always had because I love stop motion. They're so fun. Um, in fact, stop motion was like the my as far as I remember my first entry point into like behind the scenes of movies. Mm-hmm. Like the first time I realized like this is made by people was my dad we would watch old ray harryhausen and he'd be like that he could he could tell me which ones were ray harryhausen and so i got to know what that meant and sort of realized that hey there's a guy that's taking these models and moving them and and he builds them and everything and i loved that and so that kind of sparked that interest as well so that was like my early teen nerdiness
0: i think you should share with our uh, patrons the isn't it still? Aren't they still on YouTube? The links to some of the videos that you and your teenage friends made. Yeah.
1: My late teens. Yes. Uh, yeah, because I was, I was going to go into filmmaking and I loved um, making movies. I took some classes in in high school and, um, and even would just do it on the side for fun. And so yeah, there's a few I can I can share them. I think we have before. I think we've mentioned it on the main podcast before, but that was probably a long time ago. I don't remember what episode.
0: I don't remember if you've ever shared the links.
1: I think I did mm. um, do it again but maybe my, I don't know anyways yeah I that was when I got into the actual editing of it because in high school I had I had some software at home and then we had the software at school and it was my favorite thing to edit and I still love that part of it and yeah
0: now you mostly just edit our family videos
1: yeah and podcast
0: and you're way behind <laughs> I am behind on <laughs>
1: editing home family home videos falling behind
0: you guys are way behind
1: <laughs> what about you teenage years
0: i think mostly just the old movies okay and then books always books
1: i've got some more teenage stories let's hear them. okay um most of I'm them star wars related. like i mean
0: i went to my first ever midnight showing which was um the dark knight batman the dark knight uh that was fun i had to talk my mom into it because again she's reasonable I was like, "There's no need to see a movie at midnight when <laughs> right. you can see it at three in the afternoon the next day." It makes zero sense to have and a I'm bunch like, of. <laughs> no,
1: it's gonna get spoiled.
0: <laughs> there wasn't even that much internet presence, but I couldn't have like.
1: Dark Knight. That was 2008.
0: Yeah, but I wasn't gonna like go look online within a day. It wouldn't have been spoiled for me.
1: Right for to, me, it would have been because to I this would have heard, heard someone talking about it.
0: No, and I mean, she always has a point, because, you know, who wants teenagers out driving home at 2 a.m. when they're tired, and whatever else, you know, like, she always has good reasons, she is a a mom, and her reasons are solid, but not as fun, yeah, (laughs) so that one I remember fighting my mom on, but it was like, just, what year did that come out, 2008, yeah, Oh, well, then I had just graduated from high school, so that was my first midnight <laughs> show I was almost Adult eighteen. <laughs> I think I was eighteen like the next month
1: yeah, it- was, yeah um, I
0: was really nerdy about French things, okay. I'm trying to think of other things I was nerdy about. I was French club president, Casey. <laughs> if that's not that's nerdy.
1: nerdy, were you required to wear a beret?
0: no. I never did. I never have owned a beret. Hmm. More's the pity.
1: It's a point of pride for you.
0: No, I mean, I'd totally wear one. Don't you think <laughs> I'd look dashing in a beret? You'd look
1: good in a beret. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not really a hat person.
0: It's because my head's too big. How's that for nerdy? Any hat that says one size fit all will <laughs> not fit my head. Never ever. One a size beanie. fits all accessories. A beanie's Valerie. fine because they stretch. Those are the only things I've ever been able to like really wear. Yeah. Basketball or like a baseball cap. Sometimes, but they have to be, like, the extendable thing in the back, and yeah. it has to be, like, on the very last one. I don't feel like my head looks that big. No. But every time I try to put a hat on, <laughs> it doesn't work.
1: Maybe it's just a strange shape.
0: Probably, because I think it's a, a front-to-back thing. Oh, uh, okay. Because, like, you've put on one of my beanies before, and it didn't cover your ears. Yeah. So, like, your head is, like, taller Because I'm looking
1: at you straight on, bottom. and your head seems pretty normal, like, width-wise. <laughs> now, turn profile. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> just kidding. It doesn't look abnormal like, to yeah. me. But <laughs>
0: yeah. Anyways.
1: Anyways, you want to hear my Star Wars stories? I do. Did I cut you off?
0: i was just trying to think about anything else to say about French Club.
1: Oh, yeah. I was
0: very into like French movies and French books. Like
1: Francois Tru- Truffaut. Did you watch any Truffaut?
0: Truzo? Yes.
1: Not Truzo, Truffaut.
0: Hmm. You sure? Yes. What about um? I really liked um the the Cyrano it might not de Bergerac. Be Francois,
1: but it's truffo. Um, yeah, Cyrano.
0: Yes, that was played by. Oh, I'm not gonna remember his name now.
1: Depardieu. Yes,
0: yeah. Gerard Depardieu. Mm-hmm. And I really liked. There's this French movie. I've made Casey watch it with me.
1: Is it the one about? It's like it's like almost like a French Mr. Bean kind of guy.
0: Oh, that one's good too. But no, I was thinking of um. Um, which, that's played by the same actor.
1: He was like a detective or something, mm-hmm. but kind of bumbling. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
0: that's also Depardieu. Uh, but I really like. That wasn't Depardieu. Pretty sure.
1: No, it was something else. We're, mm-hmm. I think we're just thinking of different things.
0: Oh, maybe. I'm remembering him in a role as like a bumbling.
1: He's always serious. I don't believe <laughs> he can play bumbling.
0: He can. <laughs> um, but there's this movie called Les Pères Pluis de Cherbourg. Oh, yeah. Which you hear the disdain in casey's voice oh, yeah <laughs> guys it's a it's you know the umbrellas of cherbourg which is a city in france and the entire the movie is a musical like in the true sense of the word like no word is ever spoken like, yeah, there; all opera. sung it's
1: basically an opera yes and uh, which is fine with and it's like
0: in like the 60s so the clothes, all the clothes. My problem was the fantastic. songs,
1: especially the filler songs that are trying to give like exposition of some kind. Yes. It's and just they're all very the same, same sound. tune. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. There's nothing. Over, there's and, no over and over It's again. not like Hamilton or Les Miz where it just different flows every song. well and sounds. Yeah. It's no,
0: it's basically same-y. the same tune mm-hmm. throughout the entire thing.
1: I'm sure I liked the story fine. It's but.
0: fantastic. I need to watch it again, Casey. It's been too many years. Go for it. And I don't know where to find it
1: in your heart
0: but yeah French films I got really into French films I'm sad I haven't watched any in a while in a while what was that one French film we watched it on Netflix I think
1: oh um and it had uh, something anonymous
0: yeah and
1: lovers anonymous or something like that
0: she like worked in a factory did she work in a factory chocolate she worked in a chocolate chocolate shop chocolate factory Mm -hmm. yes this is all kind of coming back she
1: was really shy but really wanted mm-hmm. to find someone to love. Yes. It's a great movie. It was really good. I'm pretty sure it's Lovers Anonymous. I could be wrong, but... Something. Because she went to, like, these meetings.
0: That sounds familiar. Anyways. See, it's been too many years. Amelie, really good. I watched it edited because there's, like, a gazillion F-words and probably other stuff. Oh, I don't know. I saw it edited. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, Casey's University, Yeah. Uh, BYU, Brigham Young University, Yep. anyways, they have a foreign film, cinema that they like will do on uh at times and so there was more than once that we would like I don't know, we were like 45 minutes away but we would as a french class would like go down and watch a foreign film because they'd be playing them and playing them edited so it was good yep. for like the high school students to go see one of the french films
1: and then later you and i eventually would see some stuff there together yes i think that's where we saw the bumbling detective french guy Maybe. We also saw Song of uh, Not Song of the Sea, Secret of Kells. Secret of
0: Kells. We also the father something system was about terrible,
1: so I couldn't really hear what was happening, but I was like this movie's beautiful. I'm going yes. to own it so I can actually hear what's <laughs> happening. Especially cuz they speak in a thick so, accent you know. in in um Secret of Kells and so it was just it was tricky but
0: So as a religious university that's editing these foreign <laughs> films. <laughs> it's perfect. The Secret for... of Kells doesn't need to be edited. No, they don't need to edit that one. That's a pg it's
1: a cartoon it's a
0: cartoon although cartoons these days not just for children anymore not always no no i guess there was always simpsons that's a show that was not allowed in my home
1: simpsons yes i didn't i couldn't tell what you said Mm. simpsons yeah i didn't really watch it my dad would watch it like after we went to bed my dad liked the simpsons but i didn't learn that he liked the simpsons until much later in life i was like you've been watching the simpsons the whole time (laughs) i didn't really care that much like it was whatever but right Okay, can I tell my Star Wars story? Let's hear it. That sounded angry.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't mean to be angry. I'm just
0: passive-aggressive. Can I tell it already? Um, no, you're good.
1: So Revenge of the Sith came out when I was a uh, junior in high school, 2005. Um, up to that point, so I was really nerdy about sports. Here's something about me. Really nerdy about sports in like late elementary school through junior high and summer high school. I was really into sports. I'd wake up early every morning just to watch Sports Center. Um, I loved I loved watching sports, and and I was also really like I played basketball a lot. Um, I hung out with the other basketball kids. But then by the time of like high school, a little bit into high school, I was like, I don't actually it was even a little bit before that. I remember specifically junior high. Here's a story I didn't plan to tell, but I'm going to tell it. Junior high, I was talking with my best friend, um, and he was like a basketball player too, and we were talking about. Um, I was excited about Lord of the Rings, uh, like two towers to come out because I'd seen the first one and really liked it. And I remember him, he didn't like make fun of me, but I remember him making fun of Lord of the Rings. And it was at that point I was like thinking about, I was like, all these kids that I hang out with aren't really into the same stuff. Like I like sports, but I also really like these other more stereotypical nerdy things. Um, Anyways, jump ahead a little bit. High school, I started to just accept that I was nerdy and- Exactly. Go back to Cincinnati. And I, <laughs> I, uh, um, pulled out all my old Star Wars action figures and put them on my shelf, and put Star Wars posters on the wall, and, um, I just got, I just accepted myself a little bit more, like the last couple of years of high school. Um, so
0: Casey, I never had a poster on my wall. What? Never. That's my not possible. Entire life. Not growing even like. Up. Audrey Hepburn not a single poster on a wall
1: not Gerard Depardieu (laughs) (laughs) with the big Cyrano nose yeah Yeah,
0: that's the one Mm -hmm. that's what you had um (laughs) no uh,
1: so Revenge of the Sith came out um it was coming out and the day of opening day I had this shirt that said thank you George as in George Lucas I think I've told this story on the podcast before but and I wore my Darth Vader mask um not the whole day at school But I went out to my car at lunchtime, and just at lunch, I wore my Darth Vader mask just for fun and walked around the cafeteria. And uh, somebody, like, pushed me over. (laughs) Um, so sad. I didn't see who it was. But also
0: funny, because even in high school, you already would have been 6'3". Like, you're not a small kid to be pushed over. But I'm lanky.
1: (laughs) Also, you can be bullied at any size, so. Well, true, Um, but
0: just, like... Whoever would have pushed you over would have also had to been sizable.
1: I don't think so. In my head, it was someone small and scrappy, <laughs> some little punk. So, um, if
0: you're talking a um, Christmas story, it's the little sidekick to. Yeah, Dell. Yeah, sure. I'm glad you remembered his name.
1: That's his last name Grover. Grover Dell. Yeah. Grover Dill over Dill, that's what it is. Um, my memory <laughs> so for these things was, is so I don't know specific. How. I love it because uh, I'm
0: always like, "What's it?" And you just know it every time. Yeah, because uh, yeah. it's not farkas but uh,
1: Scut. Yeah, yeah, Not Scut Farkus
0: with yellow uh, eyes, but the little scrappy goodness, sidekick he had
1: yellow eyes. Um, I wasn't really bullied in high school. My my high school was pretty good at not being super clicky Like there were cool kids in every group, and nerdy kids in every group like it wasn't super That's clicky. How i felt
0: too everybody just had their place not like yeah. but like i don't know that sounded clicky but just that right you could find friends in multiple right. like groups plenty
1: of the drama kids would like socialize with the jocks
0: mm-hmm. or like, also they were on sports teams right yeah
1: um my high school was not super clicky
0: go sports team
1: <laughs> exactly and uh i and i didn't get bullied ever um just but that, that was the one, one
0: instance
1: but i mean as someone who's researched bullying, it can't be bullying if it's one instance. Uh, so, um
0: What's it termed then?
1: I don't know. Uh, harassment, an incident of harassment or violence. Um, but yeah, it was a singular incident. I didn't see who it was because it was like crowded enough as I was walking through by the hall or whatever. Um, but maybe I got like you, maybe I it fell, was an accident. I kind of fell over. No, because I like fell over and like <laughs> okay. my Darth Vader helmet popped off and. Um, and then
0: everybody knew who was dressed up like Darth Vader.
1: Yeah. I wonder if anyone thought, because I was the mascot in high school, mm. if like, people now realized. that's
0: nerdy. That's true.
1: <laughs> that's nerdy. Especially
0: since uh, you need to share a picture of Pioneer Pete. Yeah. Like the most lame oh, yeah. mascot we the of pioneers, all time. Oh yeah, the Pioneers, which
1: is not a great mascot name. Like it's kind of boring. Um, and But the mascot costume was awesome. Like I loved he it. He
0: looks like a pirate.
1: I, no, he was a lumberjack. He had a coonskin <laughs> hat. And he, it was like a big giant lumberjack-looking head with a big beard and a coonskin hat, and then underneath, I just wore like a white shirt and vest, and then like a cowboy-looking pants. You like, had
0: pirate boots. That's what like I have.
1: Yes, I had these yes. awesome boots that I was tempted to like steal as I left senior year. Um, what did you
0: do with your pirate boots? Post. Uh, post. I don't know.
1: They were just awesome. Make movies in them. High I actually borrow, I actually borrowed them to make a movie, one of my movies about a superhero, because I wanted some big boots. Um, Anyways, (laughs) I guess technically, I wouldn't have been mascot yet, because this was junior year. Mm. I was mascot senior year. Anyways, so yeah, I got pushed over, and that was kind of like annoying, Um, but that was opening day, and we were going to see the movie right after school, like my whole family, Um, and I wore my Darth Vader helmet in line, because this was back when there were lines, and, and to get into the movie, and this mom came up and asked me like i'm wearing the you know i'm wearing the mask um can my sons take a picture with you so her two sons like just wanted a picture with me with my Darth Vader helmet <laughs> and it was like it was the most like night and day kind of a day you know it right. was um i loved it it would, it totally erased the annoyance of earlier and it made everything okay and i was like you know what i like what i like and other people like that stuff too and i'm not alone and um just Go
0: find your crew.
1: Yeah. I have one more Star Wars related teenage story.
0: I was going to say, there's no way you only have one more Star Wars story. <laughs> no, I have many Star Wars
1: stories. In fact, most of them are. But uh, so there was this company that made blinds, window blinds. And this was a few months after Revenge of the Sith had just came come out. And so it was kind of topical Star Wars stuff. They sold these cool blinds of Star Wars or other properties um I don't know who who has these in their house, but apparently people bought them. Uh, <laughs> and they were doing a coloring contest for kids, but I was seventeen, so I fit in their age range. They specifically set up to eighteen. I was eighteen in a couple months, but they said I could do it. They said I could enter, so me and my friends went down to the I think we were we didn't even know about it, but we were driving by, and they're like, coloring contest, free Star Wars blinds, and so we went inside. And they just had coloring pages of various Star Wars characters. And you would pick one and color it. And the winner would get that coloring project blown up to the size of the blinds. Right. Right,
0: Like you'd get your drawing on the blinds.
1: So we went in. I picked R2-D2 and C-3PO. But I wanted to make sure that I got the right colors on R2-D2. Because R2-D2, some things are blue. Some things are silver. There's a red light. I wanted to make sure it was right. And so I took the sheet um, home and grabbed my R2-D2 action figure to make sure that I got the colors right, and I colored it there, and I drove all the way back to the blind store to give them my coloring sheet, right? Uh, it was me and some friends and my younger brother that entered, and there were some other little kids sitting there at their little table, you know, scribbling all over their coloring <laughs> pages, like children do, and... <laughs> and. uh
0: how beneath you I, they were
1: I, I feel I do feel bad about this story but it was so <laughs> long ago that it's just funny now but later that day they called my mom and my mom answered and I could tell from the way she was talking that it was the blind store and she was like she said oh they had told her that two people from our family had drawn, had colored so well that we won the contest but they were leaving it up to my mom to decide who would win because they didn't want someone to feel left out and she said, oh, uh, Casey, because she knew that I was such a big Star Wars fan. And Spencer liked Star Wars, but I think my mom knew that it would mean more to me. And they, were, they said on the phone, maybe she had it on speakerphone, they said, oh, so the younger one? And she said, no, the old 17-year-old one that's dancing around the living room right now. Because I was so <laughs> excited that I had one that I was dancing around the living room.
0: It's a good mom to sell and you then,
1: I, Right, and then I was like, oh, I kind of beat out some little kids and felt kind of bad. But, so yeah, so I won Star Wars blinds.
0: They are the bane of my existence. They (laughs) are in the garage. They will never, we will never have a window that's that exact size. Because blinds aren't like curtains.
1: Someday we'll build a house. You have
0: to have a specific, you're going to, custom have them custom cut a
1: window no just make sure it's the right size
0: to the proportions
1: of your blinds it's a pretty universal size that they made those blinds they
0: have yet to fit anything we know
1: they fit this window they're wider well then let's just cut them
0: you can't because the top piece where they pull up and down is like a big box like yeah
1: oh i think you know what i think they took they asked the measurements of my window
0: probably because i had
1: them up in my room Right. So that's what happened was they asked my measurements. Mm-hmm. and But then we moved eventually from the house. and so You
0: took the blinds, but they never fit anywhere else, and now they're in our garage. I didn't
1: take the blinds. They were in my parents' storage for a while, and then I took the blinds because they're mine. Because, your parents should have chucked because them. Because of the story I just told.
0: <laughs> Which, your drawing is fun, but Casey, your skills have much improved over the years. I didn't
1: draw it. I colored it.
0: Oh, well...
1: They had color. They had coloring pages. Coloring pages, yeah, okay. like a coloring book.
0: The edges on it, though, like their printing process, because like, it's, like, fuzzy.
1: Because they blew up the actual coloring yeah. I did, yes.
0: Yeah, they didn't do a great... Like, it's not, like...
1: It's not going to be perfect because it was a small paper, and they have to enhance it
0: right. digitally. So the so it's a pixels little bit are pixelated. all off. Yeah. So, they're just not great, Casey. And they should be
1: donated. You know me, I'm not... Super sentimental about stuff. I don't really hold on to too much, but for some reason that (laughs) that one's a little harder because it does spark joy.
0: When we move, they're just gonna stay here. Just leave them behind.
1: (laughs) No, who's gonna? No one here is gonna want them.
0: Exactly. They'll get donated. Finally.
1: Donated where?
0: Anywhere but our house is fine by me. (laughs) Also, isn't there a cardboard cutout in the garage?
1: I think that's multiple. <laughs> those don't need to be. I don't need to keep those. <laughs> oh, that's a nerdy story. We don't. We don't have it. But we had. All, this is a quick one. We went to a, a college, a university, and they were selling random stuff. And they had a cardboard cutout of Luke Skywalker. And walking, we bought it, and walking back to the car, that you walk over a a bridge over the main road, and so we would just walk. As we were walking, we would just hold Luke Skywalker so that the drivers below could see him up on the bridge it would honk (laughs) at us it was great
0: in college my second year of college my one of my roommates had a a Zac Efron cardboard cutout very high school musical with the red yeah because when we started dating we started
1: dating and he had like the orange
0: sweater we even have like pictures of us with him and then we would like stash him in like the shower or closets or whatever to like freak each other out I think most of my I don't know. My nerdy as far as... I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I think it's pretty clear that you were more nerdy than I was at a younger age.
1: I guess. (laughs) Or just nerdy in different things.
0: Maybe that's it. We're just nerdy in different ways. I'm a firm believer
1: that everyone's nerdy about something. This is very true. But then there's the the more stereotypically nerdy subjects maybe I was, yeah. But you loved Harry Potter.
0: I always loved Harry Potter. That was my big...
1: You weren't a merch kind of person, though
0: no i didn't really like reading the books and seeing the movies was enough for me
1: which is fine i i should say there are different ways to be a nerd or different ways to love the thing you love and even if just consuming it is enough that's fine you know
0: well maybe it goes back to you know the sensible nature of my mother like she wasn't gonna buy these things for me and so if i was going to spend my own money on something i was probably not gonna be it either
1: that makes me sad though that if you felt like you couldn't ask for that for like a birthday or christmas because your mom wouldn't have gotten it for you.
0: I don't know if I'd have specifically asked for it, she probably would have. No, she knew we were in super into Harry Potter because one time my parents came back from a trip uh around Europe and they brought Kelly and I back these really cool like three-ring binders but way more sturdy like they were like I don't know how to describe them, but they were like Harry Potter in German. These like cool three-ring binders. And I remember taking that to school for a while. I'd forgotten about that. But I had that binder for a long time. So she had bothered to bring back Harry Potter merch from Germany for me.
1: But if it's a binder, it's a very practical thing. It it's is. not a poster. It's not a poster. Or an action it's not figure an action or a wand figure. to hang on the wall.
0: <laughs> no, nope.
1: It's a binder. It
0: was a three-ring binder. But she tried, Casey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
0: I'm trying to think... Um, no, I really didn't. If you'd have walked into my room there was, it was a, bare. There was no like there was a, a, dungeon. a big old bookshelf, a comfy bed, and a dresser with a jewelry box. One of my walls was painted pink. That's about it. It was very clean, very tidy. Basically it would have just been the books on my bookshelf, that's what you would have seen.
1: And that's okay, Valerie. <laughs> Do you wanna jump ahead and No to action figures. Like I had a very nerdy
0: years? um A piggy bank collection, Casey.
1: That that's nerdy. It is
0: nerdy, but also practical.
1: You put coins in them.
0: (laughs) Not once you own twelve,
1: goes. Sure, you just divvy it out.
0: Definitely into (laughs) impractical territory. (laughs) No, it started out where I just had like one, and they were all very unique. Like a lot of some of them were like hand painted. I still have. I gave most of them away to nieces and nephews. Not that long, like. I don't know, five years ago because I found them in a box of my parents and I was like, oh, why are these still here? So I divvied them out between nieces and nephews who were of the age that would enjoy them. Um, But there were some really cute ones and like they weren't all pigs. One was like a cat and one was this really big piggy bank that didn't actually have the plug in the bottom. He was like a legit...
1: You would have had to break him?
0: I did eventually. I just asked my dad, I was like, can you drill a hole in the bottom (laughs) instead of breaking it? Which he's like, well, it might break in it. And I was like, yeah, but it's better than having to like break the whole thing.
1: I think I remember, did I know about that piggy bank? I don't
0: know that we've ever talked about it.
1: I felt like I vaguely remember a piggy with a weird hole underneath the belly, but...
0: Maybe when I was giving him all away, they were there. But I don't know if maybe. I'd kept him because he was big.
1: Oh, maybe not then.
0: I still have two. One that our daughter has, um, which was my first piggy bank. It's really cute, painted, hand-painted. And then uh, my second one is one that my parents brought back from Hawaii. And it has, so it's like, he's like clear, he's like a creamy color, and then he's got like brown speckles all over him and like a brown hibiscus flower-looking pattern on the side. And he almost looks like he's dirty because of the, like the brown speckles all over him. Like he looks like he was in the mud or something. So, a couple remnants of that really nerdy pursuit.
1: So nerdy. Any other collections?
0: I liked coins for a while. That's pretty nerdy.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm, like super into it. My little Hawaiian piggy bank, Casey. I opened it up the other day. It has like four dollars in euros in there. Sweet. If we ever go to Europe, Hot dog. I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> My four dollars in the euros. Uh, which you know it's four dollars dollars—that's like i don't know probably like a whole five dollars worth of i feel like i collected
1: something weird but i can't like not less stereotypical like because i'd had action figures and um i have lego collection now but i was really into elephant stuff so my mom would always buy just random elephant stuff
0: that's kind of how the piggy banks ended up Mm -hmm. it's like suki on uh gilmore girls where she just becomes the frog girl. Yeah. <laughs> all, the, all the little frog figurines. <laughs> just kind of happenstance.
1: All right. We want to jump ahead to the college years. Any nerdy stories yes. from post teenage years?
0: I'm trying to think post teenage years, but pre us.
1: I have one pre us dating. Let's hear name. it. Well, I guess you knew. So I used to sleep under the stairs um, because I thought it would. Because I thought it would be cool. I don't know. It was just you weird, cool. You wanted to cool. be like Harry Potter. I did want to be like Harry Potter. But also keep in mind, I was...
0: You were way too old. I was
1: in college at this point. So I... My, and I mean,
0: at least you're under the stairs. Like it fit a twin bed, a yep. twin mattress.
1: It fit. So we moved... When we my parents moved that house, it was right when I was leaving for my first year of college. And I lived out away from the house um, in an apartment my first year of college. And then for a little bit between the first year and us getting married, I lived at my parents house again and there weren't a lot of rooms in that house and so my parents always did weird makeshift rooms with bookshelves and curtains and i didn't want to make a
0: basement but it was very
1: open yeah and we needed a room for my brothers i didn't want to sleep in a weird makeshift room so i took the underneath the stairs stairs. which was carpeted and finished and everything and just slid the twin bed in which do you remember what the bed sheets were
0: they star wars
1: they were not Star no, They stars. were Wally. They were Wally bedsheets. We still have
0: those bed sheets.
1: We do. Yes. I had Wally bed sheets. I was like 22, probably.
0: Yeah, because this is when we started dating, guys. When we started dating, Casey slept under the stairs with <laughs> Wally bedsheets.
1: <laughs> How embarrassing yet, is that? And
0: I married the man.
1: Yeah, but I, it was almost ironic. You know what I mean? Like, I was doing it kind of sarcastically mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Sure. Um, sure, sure. Okay. <laughs> but it, it was actually really cool because I don't know if you remember, I could fit a bookshelf under there too. Yeah, you did. All the way back, I could fit a bookshelf to the side. Because it kind of curved around books and all my things that I could fit on there. Yeah, it curved just a little bit. You,
0: I mean, clearly you couldn't stand up in there, but you could sit up in there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I liked it. It was great. It's cozy. I wasn't, and I'm prone to claustrophobia a little bit, but I was fine in there. I liked it.
0: Is there a light? There was a light on, like under there.
1: Um. I don't remember.
0: You wouldn't have had your own outlet in there. Where did you like plug in your phone at night?
1: Probably just right outside the the mm, door, in the hallway. Yeah, but yeah, that was my. That's pretty nerdy for sure. Like awkward nerdy.
0: Oh yeah, like looking back when I'm like, oh, he lives with his parents. He sleeps under the stairs. <laughs> he has Wally bed sheets.
1: <laughs> there, there should have been some red flags. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Clearly, I ignored a lot. <laughs>
1: You must have liked me.
0: <laughs> well, I met you at college, where you were just so smart in our classes, and I didn't know that you were also <laughs> and nerdy.
1: And, and creepy music plays.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's part of your charm. Always has been. I like that you're passionate about all the all the things you like.
1: Thank you. <laughs> it's
0: cute. So then we got married. Well, we were dating, and I had never seen any Star Wars movies. Maybe, like, bits and pieces. And, like, I knew enough that I knew that Darth Vader was Twists, Luke's dad. Yeah. yeah. And I probably could have told you that Anakin becomes Darth Vader. Like, you know, because the prequels had come out. And yeah. I probably could have told you those big points. Um, but otherwise, I had never actually seen full of the full movies. And so we watched those while we were dating. We did a lot of, like, movie marathons. Or, like, we would do, you know, because we had school and stuff, too. So we'd hang out, like, once a week or whatever. And it would be like, oh... Well, we watched Star Wars last week. Let's watch the next one, and the next one, and the next
1: one. I week. think we did Indiana Jones. I think we watched, which because you hadn't seen those. I
0: hadn't seen Indiana Jones. I think we did Back to the Future too. Did we? I think so.
1: I know we watched Lord of the Rings. Yes, but you had, I had seen, seen those. those. Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't think we bothered watching Harry Potter because yeah, I was already a big old fan of those. Uh, we went to the, let's see, oh, I think we've told this story before, but I really wanted to go to the midnight release of Deathly, Har- De- Deathly Hallows Part 1. Yeah. But it was the night before our wedding, and Casey told me no.
1: Yeah, that that movie literally came out the day we got married. Yeah. So yeah, it would have been the night midnight before our wedding day, and I said I didn't want to. You, you could have. Says I the
0: man who slept under the stairs until our wedding day. <laughs> you didn't want to go see it. <laughs> Then, yeah, you did tell me I could go see it. I was like, I don't go alone. That sounds much fun.
1: It just sounded exhausting for the next <laughs> day. I was nervous. My stomach was, was in knots. So,
0: Do you regret it?
1: Regret marrying you? Yes. Or regret not going to a midnight movie?
0: <laughs> Both. We need the answers.
1: <laughs> I regret one of them. <laughs> he says cryptically. No, I don't regret either. Because I thought it was fun that we got to go after yes. we went on our like, honeymoon the next day i think I on our honeymoon the day after we were um, married yeah and then i was far less nervous cuz we were already married so
0: yeah after the wedding far less pressure
1: not really i remember the after we got married and just like just sitting there and be like oh we're married now
0: it took a while it to sink felt, in oh yeah
1: it felt yeah i don't know how to describe it's a weird,
0: it weird like you'd be like my husband yeah. and you're like oh i have a husband
1: it felt like the whole future changed or something if that makes mm. sense uh, trapped is the wrong word but <laughs> i
0: should hope so
1: but i don't know what the right word well, is Well, no, like final yeah
0: yeah you yeah. got married that's it decided final. it's decided thing. you are together with this person right. hopefully forever yeah, if it so goes it, well <laughs> like i said
1: trapped isn't the right word but because i was obviously happy about it but yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Obviously.
1: Obviously.
0: We also went to, so then the next year when Death of Hell is part two came out, we went to the other Midnight Showing.
1: I had a serious black mustache.
0: Yeah, a little like mustache and. Did you have like the goatee too or just the mustache?
1: The goatee as well. Yes. And I twirled my mustache a little bit.
0: Yes. And I dressed up kind of like Ravenclaw. Mm hmm. Probably the first time I ever kind of sort of cosplayed. Like it was like very minimal. But I like wore mm-hmm. one of your ties, which was fun. Yeah. I like ties and what else
1: in terms of when like yeah within our now first married. married
0: what are we doing that's nerdy
1: i won a couple of writing contests yes i won 50 bucks i didn't even know it was a writing contest it was just
0: the school magazine our Like school their literary, literary journal which
1: i would often yes. get stuff published in and enter stuff in but this one particular time i won second place i think so i got a 50 dollars gift card to amazon and i spent it on Lord of the Rings extended edition on Blu-ray.
0: Yep. Real nerdy.
1: And I do not regret that one at all (laughs) because I love our, it's an awesome case. It's like one of our
0: first Blu-rays too.
1: Early on. Yeah. Yeah. And then the spring I graduated, I won um, best undergraduate piece of creative nonfiction at the University of Utah. I had entered a, a story into there about Marabou storks and it won that. And that was surprising and cool.
0: Did they give you a prize for that one?
1: No, not uh not any sort of physical prize. No, no
0: monetary.
1: But it just on. set it on the on the issue, like best undergraduate creative yeah, nonfiction. Because we winners.
0: watched that movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was, it's, I think it's just flamingo, isn't it? It's on Disney Plus. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, and I I was we really interested the, in marabou storks, and so from I wrote the it.
0: Library, and we watched the whole thing about flamingos. But then apparently, there's marabou storks that try to eat the baby flamingos. Uh,
1: I don't think you can find the story. I looked the other day. In prep for this episode I was like I wonder if you can even find that story on the cuz they'll often have back issues so it's right. Quarterly West is the magazine and I couldn't find mm. I couldn't find it so I don't know if they have have it digitally anymore but I don't yeah. know. And then then what
0: When I was pregnant we went to see uh, The Dark Knight Rises midnight showing Our final midnight showing, because we decided we were too old for these things.
1: Yeah, the the next day was when we decided we were too old. Yes. Even though we weren't that old, but we felt old.
0: I mean, I was 22, so I was not that old. I was 25. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was pregnant, though. That was probably a bad time to decide. True. Like, midnight showings were obviously a bad idea while pregnant. Um, When we... That same Halloween, because I was pregnant. Do you remember I got a big gray t-shirt? Oh, yeah. And you drew the Death Star I on my big pregnant belly. Drew drew
1: the Death Star on your belly. <laughs> which I don't know if that's a weird metaphor for something, but...
0: For our oldest son's complete entrancement with Star Wars.
1: True. And then, so we had kids. Yep. Any nerdy stories with the kids you want to talk about? I have at least one. There are many, but the one that stands out. the big out. ones.
0: Other than we've, family costumes are always fun. Like Halloween. Yeah. We've gone bigger on some years than others, but like one year uh, when it was, you know, the four of us, we did Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. That was fun. I made everybody's costumes. So we were, um, you know, our son was Peter and then our youngest was Wendy. So I made her a little blue dress. And then I was, what names? I was Michael because I just, oh, I didn't make mine. I just bought pink sweats and That's carried right. around a teddy bear. And was I was George. Easy.
1: So I had a hat and I wore glasses. We bought so. you the,
0: the hat. Um but I made you the uh,
1: the nightgown. The nightgown. Mm-hmm. What happened to that?
0: You know we gave it to a friend. You never wore it and my one friend was like my husband will totally wear that. <laughs> and so we gave it to Robbie. That's funny. I, wonder if he I forgot still about has that. It. I just remember trying it on you at one point, And I was like, you gotta take your basketball shorts off so we can get the fit right. And you're like, I'm not going outside without basketball shorts on underneath <laughs> underneath this thing. And I was like, it's a nightgown. <laughs> and you're like, no. But
1: outside.
0: But you know. <laughs> it's valid.
1: We're at an hour. You got one more good story in you. I've got one more good one.
0: Oh, I was going to mention another... I had just a couple more costumes, I think, were the only ones I had. Okay. Um. So the year that we were all that we were all Star Wars, where I sewed you a C three PO costume. Yeah. Which we still have. Yeah. It's pretty legit.
1: I love it. I've worn it a couple Halloween's.
0: Yeah. And then I was Chewbacca because I had short hair and I like slicked it back. <laughs> <laughs> and then our son was R two D two, and which we bought that one. And then our daughter, I bought her. A teddy bear costume and then i just sewed a little uh like flannel ewok looking little headpiece to go around it and she was the chubbiest baby she was like oh she was probably like what 4 months old at this point 3 it's months old one of my
1: old? favorite pictures is her in that ewok yeah, costume cuz her
0: whole face is so chubby and just fills out the little teddy bear hole <laughs> and then she's like a little ewok and then i wore her when we were out trick or treating, I put her like uh, in like a little front, you know,
1: front pack. Front
0: pack, and as she fell asleep, and so everybody was like, "Oh, I, I didn't realize that was a real baby." Like everybody was like so surprised, They're, like I thought it was like a stuffed animal <laughs> because she had fallen asleep. But it was, like it's so warm in there. Super cute. I know. It was like this toasty little. This is in Arizona too. This is like the hottest trick or treating. <laughs> Bad idea.
1: <laughs> I feel like it was perfect. I wouldn't say it was hot.
0: It's nice not to uh, have to cover up your, your costume with a coat.
1: Yeah, growing up in Utah, it was always, you have your costume and you have a coat over it yeah. to ruin your costume.
0: I know. If only, you know, sometimes you could get away with putting your coat underneath your costume, but not usually. Yeah, Didn't usually work. Last year for Halloween, you and I were Robin and, uh, what's his name? Steve Oh from yeah. Stranger I was, Things. I was like,
1: I couldn't remember what we were last year. Yeah. Even though it was the best costume ever. Yeah, I made uh, a Steve Harrington. I
0: made a Scoops Ahoy outfit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so good. Okay. So, One more story.
0: The costumes. I like to nerd out on the costumes. So, Do we have plans for this Halloween's costumes? Oh,
1: man. I don't know.
0: I haven't even thought about it.
1: I don't know. So, 2018, our youngest was born on the day that Solo was supposed to come out. Um, but right around that time, they were giving a they had people build a replica of the inside of the millennium falcon lando's version of the inside so it's all the white and nice and clean it's not the not the same as the galaxy's edge kind um and this was before galaxy's edge but they to promote solo they had a few cities in the country that would they would take these they were just shipping containers on the outside but you go inside and it was parts of the millennium falcon it was really awesome and there was only like four cities the U S that got it. But one of them was, uh, two hours away from us. And so I was like, Oh, I have to, I have to do that. I have to go. So I took our oldest and we went and we drove and I should have looked it up before, but we get there and it's two hours away and we get there and we realize that you're supposed to go first thing in the morning to get tickets to go to it and then come back later and i was like oh man
0: but if you'd have looked you never would have gone you'd have been not. like oh yeah. i'm not gonna get there early enough to get tickets because two hours away
1: yeah and so we were, i was pretty bummed and i'm not the type of person at all to be like can you make an exception for me right um but i felt like oh, i just driven two hours and he was really excited uh, i was really excited so i said do you, do you have any extra uh, And there was a woman nearby that said we we got some extra that we don't need um, because some of our family isn't coming or whatever, and so she gave us two two of the wristbands to get in, which was the nicest thing. And it so was so nice. It was such a huge I love the kindness and, of strangers. Yeah. And so we got to go. Apparently, some of the the shipping containers got damaged in shipment, so they only had one there. Uh, the but it, luckily it was the actual cockpit of Lando's Lando's version of the Falcon. And so you wait in line. And you go in and you they let you take pictures and stay in there for a few minutes and it was awesome we were just pushing buttons and levers and uh he was pretending to fly it and I didn't realize but the news was there and they had taken pictures of uh of us in the in the cockpit and then as we came out they asked if they could interview us and so they yeah they interviewed me and our son who at the time was five and right I think so yeah five because yeah. it was May 18 and so that was really exciting and officially dubbed by the news star wars fan and <laughs> yeah so
0: that's the little thing under <laughs> <laughs> a star wars fan yeah i
1: think it said our names and then star wars fans or something but <laughs> uh, but yeah that was that's one of my favorite memories about anything nerdy was that day and it was just a blast and
0: yeah so cool someday we'll add galaxy's edge to our list of nerdy things
1: yep we were gonna go and then covid happened and like right then right before we were gonna go
0: oh yeah we had
1: just a couple weeks we have our tickets yeah (laughs) we bought the
0: tickets and then it was like a week and a half two weeks before and they shut it all down yep so someday
1: that's a bummer we can't end on a sad note Mm. um just patrons you're awesome and we're so you're our friends we love you i've said it before but you're our friends and we love you
0: you guys are the best Uh, share some of your nerdy stories with us
1: yeah i want to hear nerdy stories they're my favorite kind of stories always
0: up for nerdy stories clearly there's lots of different kinds of nerdy stories too
1: yeah if you're nerdy about basket weaving or Mm -hmm. um i don't know transistor radios
0: yeah it's like how i can geek out about fabric and
1: (laughs) you can geek out about fabric
0: especially historical like The history of fabric Mm -hmm. and cloth and sewing in general is endlessly fascinating to me. Anywho, share share with us your nerdy passions. We want to hear about them.
1: Yes, we do. And on that note, happy beeps.
0: Happy beeps.